This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Mansfield University, Max Driving Academy, and the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. It's another week of the NTL winter sports season and the NTL Now podcast is back on the air and ready to go for another great week of NTL Sports Talk. Shane Wilbur back with you and ready to go again. I got to tell you, I did not know exactly how early this podcast was going to get out this week given the fact that the schedule was completely filled with winter sports this week, especially for me on the broadcast side, but uh, with uh, some cancellations this week I was able to uh, sit down and put this thing together a little bit earlier in the week I actually uh, originally thought you know maybe the weekend Saturday morning but uh, you know with uh, some changes in the schedule well here we go the podcast gets out a little bit sooner this week so definitely uh, going to enjoy that okay so as we get this week's podcast going uh, we got some great things on the horizon this week uh, I had the chance to take in not only some NTL basketball some NTL wrestling so We'll uh, look back, review some scores on that. We've got some sound bites as well that uh, we're going to pop in this week as well here on this week's edition too. Uh, got Wellsboro basketball boys head coach Steve Adams. I had the opportunity to catch up with him for a quick minute after the Wellsboro boys defeated Canton this past Monday night. So definitely looking forward to uh, putting his sound bite in here. Really nice guy. Uh, was really warm welcoming in uh, taking that interview on Monday night. So definitely want to get uh, his thoughts on the big win over Canton and uh, how he sees his team's future uh, progressing as the year goes on. Also had the opportunity to take in some wrestling action over this past weekend. The Canton Warrior Wrestling Squad uh, winning their quad meet this past Saturday. Got some sound bites as well from 160-pound wrestler Riley Parker. We'll have that coming up a little bit later on. And of course, uh, we'll share some things uh, from Coach Lyle Wesneski as well. Had the opportunity to sit down with him for a quick minute too over this past weekend. And uh, he'll share some thoughts on some wrestling as well. Now, uh, as far as wrestling goes, uh, speaking of Canton wrestling, I should say, unfortunately, we did have a cancellation in the wrestling schedule. Uh, Canton and Troy wrestling was supposed to wrestle Thursday night. Uh, That match has been postponed. That match has been rescheduled, though, for February 1st. Now, as far as details uh, on the cancellation, all I know is I was given a phone call from the athletic director at Troy and was told that the match was canceled and uh, the match was rescheduled for February 1st. So any other details that may come out in the coming days, uh, you know, maybe we will uh, learn some things. But as of right now and uh, at the timing of this recording, all I can tell you is that uh, the details are the match was postponed and will be rescheduled. So that's where we are there. Now, I do know there are some other big rivalry matches uh, still to come. Obviously, uh, Tawanda and Wyloosing, they are still on 
on the slate for uh, a big match coming up here later this week. Uh, speaking of rivalries, we had some rivalry basketball as well. A big one on the girls' side with Tawanda and Northeast Bradford. That right there was another big matchup too. And of course, uh, rivalry basketball still to come uh, this week as well. I know there's some big matchups uh, with Canton and Troy on the basketball side as well. So, I mean, it's just a loaded week of NTL sports action. So, yes, we've definitely got a lot to cover. We're going to dive into some basketball action coming up here in just a bit. We'll break down some wrestling duels a little bit later on as well. So, folks, stick around. The NTL Now podcast for this week just getting underway. Kick back, relax, go grab a soda, a snack, enjoy, keep listening, and, of course, we'll be back with more coming up after this quick timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. And back here now on the NTL Now podcast, Shane Wilbur here with you this week, and let's talk some NTL basketball action, shall we? Want to start actually on the girls' side of basketball this week as a big matchup took place earlier this week on the girls' side with Northeast Bradford and Tawanda. Of course, these two teams uh, were the large and small school champions a season ago. Tawanda, of course, uh, dropping a heartbreaker to Northeast Bradford last year. And these two teams met up for the first time uh, since last year's, uh, I guess you could call it NTL Open uh, from last year. And the Lady Black Knights earlier this week go into Northeast Bradford. They come away with the big win the other night as the Lady Knights win 66-58 over Northeast Bradford. Coach Rob Gentile, of course, uh, very excited uh, for this young and up-and-coming squad that the Lady Black Knights have. Of course, uh, you know, this Black Knights team uh, led by potentially two of the uh, probably top four players in the NTL girls uh, division this year, of course, uh, led by Paige Manchester, who had 22 points that night. Also, Portia Bennett for the Lady Knights as well, chipping in with 19, but not to be outdone, uh, potentially uh, the NTL's uh, scoring champ uh, for this season, uh, the way things seem to be going. I mean, it seems like every night, uh, Maisie Newber for Northeast Bradford is averaging at least 20 points a night, so I I mean, if this is kind of the scoring battle we're going to see this year uh, for Manchester and Newber uh, to see who indeed will be the NTL League scoring champ, well, sign me up because uh, these two girls seem to be just stuffing the score sheets every night uh, for their respective teams. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, a good way, I think, for girls basketball to uh, really get the early season uh, on notice, you know, for these two squads. Uh, of course, for Tawanda last year, I mean, you saw there was a lot of potential 
in this team. I mean, they kind of uh, snuck up on some teams last year as they were putting it together at the end of the year. And now, of course, uh, with Rob Gentile at the helm, you can just kind of see that this team is uh, really starting to come into its element. And, uh, you know, for Tawanda, it's definitely going to be key for them to just keep improving. I mean, they're a young squad, so just keep going uh, up and up and up and uh, see how the season unfolds for you. For Northeast Bradford, of course, uh, you know, this girls team uh, playing fairly well. You know, I mean, a, a loss to Tawanda for them, obviously not a bad thing. The fact that they battled like that is definitely uh, a good thing. Now, of course, they have uh, the overtime loss as well to Athens. So, I mean, this Northeast Bradford squad uh, has definitely uh, been putting in a lot of work so far this year. And, of course, uh, you know, Coach Ben Beebe uh, for Northeast Bradford, he's definitely uh, really excited and something to really be uh, excited about if you're Northeast Bradford. I mean, Ath or excuse me, not Athens, but uh, Tawanda, rather, in this matchup, uh, had you on the uh, brink of possible uh, defeat. I mean, putting you down 20 in the second half, and then for uh, you know Northeast Bradford to somehow grind and uh, get this game uh, competitive towards the end. I mean, that says a lot uh, about your team's character, especially you know when you get down a lot. Uh, sometimes teams tend to just fold, but uh, for the Lady Panthers to be able to kind of uh, you know uh, right the ship make themselves, uh, have themselves a little bit of a run, I should say. Uh, definitely good to see uh, that type of character out of this Lady Panther squad. Of course, uh, you know, going along with Nuber in that ball game, Lauren Jones, she uh, chips in 14 uh, for the Lady Panthers, while Kaylee Toman uh, chips in 12 as well. So, I mean, Northeast Bradford and uh, Tawanda, I mean, this probably will not be the last time uh, we talk about these two teams. It's unfortunate. I think this might be the only matchup uh, that we get about these uh, two teams because because I believe they have canceled uh, the NTL showcase for this year. So, unfortunately, uh, you know, Tawanda looks like they're going to have bragging rights. It'd be uh, really nice to see if maybe we could get a rematch with these two teams uh, later on this season. But as it is, the Black Knights come away with the big win, 66-68 uh, uh, in that matchup earlier this week as well. Looking at some other girls' basketball action uh, earlier uh, this week as well, uh, hitting the girls' scoreboard, uh, Northeast Bradford uh, takes down Wyalusing uh, a little bit uh, later on this week as well. Canton tops North Penn Mansfield 44-26. Troy with a win over Williamson 27-22. And Tawanda then uh, later this week as well top North Penn Liberty by a score of 59 to 26. Uh, an interesting one also this week, though, in girls basketball. Haley Jane for the Wyalusing Rams. Big night for her as she's able to uh, sink a game-winning three-pointer to uh, lift the Lady Rams to a 21-20 win over Wellsboro uh, earlier this week as well. So congratulations to Haley Jane uh, coming away with the buzzer beater. I mean, we definitely live for the thrilling moments here in the league and uh, for that to happen. Uh, nice job there uh, for Haley Jane. Now let's take a look at some upcoming matchups here in girls basketball. Looking ahead to their schedule for later this week. Uh, looks like Thursday night action. The Kalineski Valley Indians will host Tawanda. Williamson will host Athens. Northeast Bradford will host North Penn Mansfield. North Penn Liberty hosting Wyalusing and Canton hosting Troy in rivalry action on the girls side 
right on Thursday night. Uh, on uh, Saturday, looks like we've got some afternoon and evening basketball. Afternoon tip-offs uh, for girls basketball Saturday. Troy will host Athens at noon. Wyalusing will host Wellsboro at noon. And then in the evening, it will be Tawanda hosting Montoursville at 6 o'clock and Kalineski Valley hosting North Penn Liberty uh, both at 6 o'clock as well. So those are some future matchups on the girls' side here coming up in the Northern Tier League uh, before heading into next week. All right, so that's a quick roundup of girls' NTL basketball coverage here on the podcast this week. Coming up, we still have boys' basketball we're going to talk about, plus NTL wrestling as well. That's all on the horizon, so keep it right here on the NTL Now podcast. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim McAninch today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit maxdrivingacademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. Back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Shane Wilbur here with you. And of course, again, just a quick thank you to any and all who have been tuning in on the consistent basis. Again, a big thank you to all of the sponsors as well who help make this podcast possible uh, each and every week uh, that we're able to put it out. And of course, thank you again for listening on all the platforms as well. Of course, we've got Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and of course, you can go to the NTL ntlsports.com website as well check out the media section uh, for the ntl now podcast too so glad to have all of those platforms as well going on now before we get into boys basketball which i want to hit here in just a moment uh, again uh, just want to take a quick time here and remind all the listeners out there that uh, if you have the time and you may know someone out there who may be uh, looking for a little bit of extra cash. Uh, I can tell you now is the time more than ever to uh, maybe think about donning those officiating stripes. Now, of course, we talked about it a little bit, uh, I think, last year into the fall, but uh, now definitely uh, it's time to really think about it uh, on the winter sports side as well. Both basketball, wrestling, uh, I'm sure swimming and diving as well uh, could use uh, fresh bodies, uh, use more help as well. So anybody out there who has ever been thinking about you know taking uh, an officials test uh, please I encourage you to go to piaa.org go ahead log on that'll tell the website uh, rather will help you navigate through you can find all the information there uh, that you will need as far as being able to take an officials test I'm telling you if you are at all one of those people who would like to help high school athletics especially uh, right here in the northern tier league uh, now is definitely the time so go to piaa.org uh, you can find out how you can become an official there and what's great about it is uh, talking with you know a lot of the uh, officials that I know uh, the convenience of being able to uh, test now and being able to uh, you know learn more about it is definitely there at the PIAA website so yes go ahead right now PIAA.org and then uh, learn how you can become an official and uh, we'll definitely look forward to hopefully uh, having more support there and uh, having some uh, fresher bodies some fresher blood into the officials ranks so yes definitely uh, want to give a plug for that and uh, again encourage anyone and uh, anyone out there who may uh, be wanting to do so 
Okay, now that uh, you know, I've kind of uh, encouraged folks to be officials, how about we uh, get into some boys basketball action from this past week? I'll tell you, I had the opportunity uh, to take in a couple of games, still have one more yet to come uh, later this week as well, but uh, Monday night, I had the opportunity to be in Canton and watch the visiting Wellsboro Green Hornets come away with a 72-64 to win over the Warriors. It uh, was kind of a redemption night for the Wellsboro Hornets. Of course, uh, late last week, I think it was like last Friday, they had a game with Athens. Wellsboro uh, was in control of that one, blew a double-digit lead. I think it was 15 or 16 points. Uh, and, uh, you know, Athens comes away with the one-point win over the Wellsboro Hornets. So Coach Steve Adams uh, and his squad, they were definitely out to try and prove a point. Of course, the Warriors coming in undefeated at that point. They were 3-0 and uh, coming into Monday night. And uh, unfortunately for Canton, uh, Wellsboro came out and uh, really uh, asserted some dominance uh, in the early part of that ball game. Canton hung tight, but the second quarter was really the tail of the tape in that ball game as the Wellsboro Green Hornets uh, would use a 25-point second quarter to come away with a 38-25 lead at the half. The Warriors would try to inch as close as they could. I think five was the closest they got in that second half, but uh, for Wellsboro, they just kept hitting those key shots uh, throughout the night. Of course, the Hornets were led by Peyton McClure, the sophomore for Wellsboro. McClure finishing the night with 21 for the Hornets. He actually ended up the night with five three-pointers. He had 13 points in the second quarter, so a big night there for the sophomore to be able to get Wellsboro uh, out to their big lead and uh, eventually hang on for the 72-64 to win. Uh, on the other side, uh, for the Canton Warriors, uh, junior Isaiah Nimzik, a big night for him as he comes away with 20 points. Nimzik very quiet in that first half. He had only two points at the break, had an 11-point uh, third quarter, and then uh, would finish off the night uh, as well uh, with another seven there. Or excuse me, no, he had, uh, let's see here, nine in the fourth quarter. So, yes, uh, you know, he had uh, a lot of points. Actually, let's see. Let's redo that, okay, for Nimzik. He had two at the half, nine in the third quarter, and then uh, he would have uh, nine more coming up in the fourth. So there, that's how we break down Nimzik's score. Sorry, trying to read the score sheet, and sometimes uh, you get caught up in uh, trying to read your own writing. So there you go. But yes, Nimzik, a 20-point night uh, for Canton. Uh, some other big scores I thought uh, on the night. Uh, obviously, Darren Callahan for Wellsboro. He had a 19-point night. Uh, Liam Manning for the Hornets as well with a 14-point night for Wellsboro. Canton, uh, two other double-digit scores as well. Caden Williams comes away with 18, and Tyler Janone with 12 in the defeat uh, for the Warriors. So still a pretty good scoring night there for Canton. But uh, as I said, I really think uh, just Wellsboro overall uh, on uh, Monday night, they were just out on a mission. And uh, when they wanted to get things going, uh, they really were able to just kind of control the tempo, control the pace. And even though Canton made a little bit of a run, uh, they got within five. Wellsboro then turned it up. They went on a late 7-0 run, put the uh, lead and the game pretty much out of hand after that. But uh, somebody who I was really impressed with, and I just said his name a little bit ago, Liam Manning, uh, the junior for Wellsboro, really gives that Hornets team a really nice inside presence. So if you get the chance this year to see Wellsboro in person, I mean, yes, the scoring is always great, but just kind of watch the inside presence. Uh, Liam Manning, I thought, really gave uh, Wellsboro 
uh, a nice uh, little interior uh, presence there. Now, of course, uh, you know, it really hurts for the Warriors not having senior Ben Knapp on the inside as well. Of course, Knapp, due to injury, is going to be out this year for the basketball season. So, I mean, that definitely uh, played a part in it, and Wellsboro would use their size to their advantage. But, hey, you can't blame them. They, they went out. They did what they did. They came away with the 72-64 win. And uh, for Wellsboro, a uh, nice uh, win for them. Now, after the ball game on Monday night, Coach Steve Adams from Wellsboro was nice enough to talk a little bit about uh, his team's performance in that game against Canton. Also talked a little bit about uh, what was coming up for Wellsboro and what it was going to take for them to keep continued success. So let's hear from Coach Adams right here on the NTL Now podcast. Coach Adams, big win tonight for the Wellsboro Hornets. A tough one that you faced last week with Athens. How imperative was it for your squad to come out and uh, finish one off here tonight? Well, we, we, we made some mistakes in our game against Athens. You got to give Athens credit, though. They, they forced us to make some mistakes. We talked about that in practice yesterday. We walked through some scenarios. Uh, and the one thing about these guys, they're very coachable and they're eager to get better. And I thought we did a much better job of attacking pressure uh, in this game than we did it in the Athens game. So that was kind of our message yesterday is we're, we're humble enough to know that we're all going to make mistakes, even the coaches. So we try to learn from that. And I, and I felt we did learn from that. We executed a lot better, especially down the stretch. You get a big night tonight out of Peyton McClure. I mean, he really helped propel that 25-point second quarter, uh, 13 in the quarter for him. He finishes the night with 21. I mean, how key was that for him to get going to really get this offense going tonight? Yeah, that's key. You know, Peyton's, uh, he's our new starter. You know, we lost we lost uh, Joe Grab and we brought in Peyton, and, and uh, he's really done his role. And, and what's nice about this team is they really know each other's strengths and they know what Peyton can do well. Peyton knows what he does well, so he tries to get in spots to be able to shoot the basketball. Problem is for another team, if you try to take Peyton away, then Liam and Isaac and Darren and, and Connor go. So these guys are really, really starting to get team offense. I mean, we've only practiced since the break again four days, so you know I don't think we put our best product out there yet, and we're going to get better, um, but I'm pleased with where we're at right now. To beat Canton over here, Canton's got a good basketball team, and to only lose by one to a good Athens team you know we're we're fighting so we're happy with that as you said the season really just getting going for you I mean how much is the upside still there for this team I mean is the sky basically the limit to see when the talent is all put together yeah I mean tonight we weren't as solid defensively we got beat on some back cuts where we're against Athens we didn't so you know there's all these things that we want to improve on whether it just means conditioning you know like I got on these guys because when we had to break in between I told them to go out and run around their snow boots and they didn't do that you know so you could tell when we first come back so we've been huffing and puffing, and when you play with the mask, it's tough. Um, but, no, I think the sky is the limit because even guys that you see excel offensively, they can even do more than that. And, and on the defensive end, we can even get better. Now, we threw in a little bit of pressure tonight, which we, ha we didn't show that the other night. So we've still got some things we want to try, but we want to make sure that it's a progression, that we do what we do well, and then we'll move on to the next. How imperative is it, or how imperative, I should say, is it that, you know, health stays a big part of this season? I mean, as I was talking, with some other coaches this year. Games are just back-to-back -back basically every other night. I mean, it's basically war of attrition this season. I mean, how big is health going to be for this squad? Well, it's big, you know, and, and you have to take care of all the social distancing and the precautions that are that are laid in front of you and wash your hands. And, you know, some people think it's silly and there's different philosophical beliefs, but, you know, one team goes down, you're out for 14 days, and then you got to get in shape again, and then you got to try to get your continuity back. Basketball or any athletics, especially high school athletics, is a lot mental. So the more and more you can feel that way through, you're all right. And if you're starting and stopping all the time, you just don't get the continuity. 
Coach, I'll end it with this one. It is my opinion and some others that this year on the boys' side for basketball all the way across both the western side of the league, eastern side of the league, it is just going to be a dogfight all season long. There are no off nights. I'm curious, you know, how do you keep your team up on that high level every night knowing that it's going to be a battle every night out there? Well, I think we talked about we wanted to have a team identity. Our team identity is we want to compete. So we kind of welcome that, but I agree with you 100%. There are a lot of good basketball teams all the way through, and I think it's going to be that way for the next couple of years. I'm really, I'm really proud of the NTL because when I coached, you know, 10 years ago for 16 years, all you ever heard about was the Heartland Conference, and everybody down there, well, you know what? We got some really good basketball players up here, and you know, and I'm proud to play these guys, and I like Coach Kitchen and, and you know, uh, Coach Lister and Woodward. When he, a lot of good, a lot of good people in the NTL, and I think, uh, I think people are going to have to take note. That's Coach Steve Adams from the Wellsboro. Hornets uh, glad to have the ability to sit down with him and uh, man he's just a really nice guy had a really nice conversation with him even uh, with stuff that did not make the podcast but still uh, great uh, coach here in the league and definitely you can hear his excitement uh, in his voice about his team and things that are to come okay so let's talk about now uh, some other NTL basketball action this week that I had the privilege of witnessing and uh, the other night I had the privilege as well of taking in Troy and Tawanda. Now, of course, last week I had the ability to see the Troy Trojans take on the Athens Wildcats. Troy, uh, you know, improving in their record this year as uh, they defeated Northwest this past Monday night. And uh, Troy getting ready uh, for their battle with Tawanda came in uh, having a uh, really nice balance. I mean, they go really deep on their bench. I think overall, uh, Coach Renzi so far has gone 10 players deep on his bench, or at least that's what he did against Tawanda. But uh, I know the other night against Athens, he went uh, pretty deep in his bench as well. So you can tell Coach Renzi definitely trying to uh, keep fresh legs on the court. He wants to keep kind of a pressurized uh, defense on the teams and uh, also wants to see how much he can get out and run on the offensive side. Now, uh, for the Trojans in their matchup uh, with Tawanda, you know, the game was uh, close early. And uh, with that, you could definitely tell that uh, Coach Ryan Knapp for Tawanda wanted to slow the pace down quite a bit. Uh, he was definitely working the ball around the perimeter. Now, of course, Troy was basically daring Tawanda to shoot them out of the zone they were playing, and uh, unfortunately for the Black Knights, uh, the outside shooting just never came, so Troy, uh, you know, sat in his zone for a little while in that matchup, but once Troy finally got their offensive juices going, they were basically off to the races. I mean, it was, uh, you know, a 24-14 lead for the Trojans at the half, and it would end up 59 to 32 in favor of Troy. Of course, Ty Barrett, another big night uh, for the Trojans. Barrett finishes the night uh, with 23. Uh, Mason Imp chipping in with 12 as well for the Trojans and uh, really good to see Mason Impt get back on the uh, side of the scoring trend uh, for him. He uh, really looked like he was looking to assert dominance on the inside and when he does that uh, he can be as pivotal a force as you can have here in the NTL. Now of course, uh, like I said, Troy's bench was uh, really you know a big key in this. I think one of the more improved players this year, and I know I talked about Ethan Vinoy in last week's podcast, another kid that I'm really impressed with this year for Troy and I think he's really going to give 
with Coach Renzi. A lot of good minutes this year is Morgan Madigan. He looks like he has improved his game quite a bit. He gives Coach Renzi another big body off the bench, and uh, he looks really fluid out there right now uh, with his game. Now, he's not going to fill up the score sheet. He's definitely, you know, one of those good utility kids you can use, you know, like Devin Selleck off the bench as well. I mean, uh, you know, Selleck and Madigan together as a pair. That's a nice little bench combo you can bring in as far as uh, an interior presence for your team. So Coach Renzi's definitely got uh, some guys he can count on and uh, just wanted to give Morgan Madigan a little bit of a shout out there as well uh, just to let him know, you know, his presence uh, on the court is being recognized. And yes, he's really turned his game uh, into something good this year for the Trojans too. But on the flip side, over for Tawanda, yes, you know, it was a uh, low-scoring night uh, for the Black Knights and uh, for Coach Knapp, uh, not a lot of scoring uh, as far as balance goes. Now, I will say this, Kelby Hoffman for Tawanda, he looks as uh, good as uh, any player you'll find in the Northern Tier League. Hoffman had 13 on the night. Unfortunately, he left the game with injury. But uh, for Tawanda, if they can get some balance scoring, you know, for some other guys, if anybody else is willing to step up and and uh, help out Hoffman. Tawanda could definitely be a team, you know, that uh, you won't be able to uh, overlook on the schedule. And uh, hopefully, you know, some things uh, start to click for them coming up uh, down the stretch. I mean, looking at their, uh, you know, shooting in the scoring column, only one three-pointer on the night, and that was Dante Ottaviani who took the shot in the third quarter and made it. So uh, for Tawanda's, you know, some outside shooting, Definitely going to be uh, imperative here as the rest of the season goes on. But, uh, you know, it's not Coach Knapp's first rodeo. Coach Ryan Knapp's definitely going to figure this out. He's going to get guys on the floor that he knows are not going to be afraid to shoot. They're going to want to fill up the basket. And uh, before you know it, uh, I expect Black Knight basketball uh, to be back up there and uh, contending with uh, a lot of these top teams in the Northern Tier League, that's for sure. All right, let's take a quick look now around the Northern Tier League scoreboard, shall we? You know, a lot of good basketball matchups this week. I'll tell you another team you better look out for, and I think they are finally starting to really hit their stride, I think is why losing. Uh, they had a big win last week uh, over the Sarah Redskins to get their season started. Why losing then would follow that up with a 64-59 win over North Penn Mansfield. And then, wouldn't you know it, uh, Canton would suffer their second loss of the week as why losing would down them 50-34. Isaiah away with a big night uh, for the why uh, uh, losing Rams in that matchup too. So better keep an eye on those why uh, losing Rams. Of course, last week, you know, we had the opportunity to sit down with Coach Kyes and well, uh, Coach Kyes knows he's got himself a pretty solid squad and uh, they're just starting to uh, take that momentum swing towards uh, the upside. But looking at some other scores around the uh, NTL, North Penn Liberty with a 54-28 win over North Penn Liberty and uh, somebody else you better keep an eye on is those Mounties uh, over there in uh, North Penn Liberty because that squad is uh, really starting to hit their uh, stride as well. Of course, North Penn Liberty last year, a 20-win team. This year, looking to see if they can uh, you know, maybe improve on that. But uh, if not, I mean, seriously, uh, they're a team that you're definitely going to have to contend with. Noah Spencer uh, on the way as well. He's been uh, one of those league high scorers here over the last couple of weeks, so expect him to be 
uh, running high there in the uh, scoring chase here for the league as well. Now let's take a look at some upcoming boys basketball matchups as well as we take a look at the boys schedule. What's still to come later on this week? Friday night uh, for boys basketball, the 22nd. Williamson will be hosting Northeast Bradford. Wellsboro will be hosting Sayre. Canton will host Troy in rivalry action. I'll actually be broadcasting that one uh, coming up on Wiggle 100 on Friday night. Uh, North Penn Mansfield will host North Penn Liberty, and Athens will host Wyalusing in boys basketball action. Now, note the start time. That one, I believe, has been moved to a 7.30 start time, but you definitely want to check uh, with the Athens schools to make sure uh, that one is uh, confirmed. And then coming up on Saturday, the 23rd, Tawanda will host Kalineski Valley. That looks to be scheduled for a 3 o'clock tip-off, and the Troy Trojans will be on the road. They will be at Williamsport coming up on Saturday night. So there's uh, some quick NTL action for you here uh, for the boys' schedule for the rest of the week. Okay, so now we have covered girls' basketball. We have covered boys' basketball here in this week's podcast. What do you say we get ready for some NTL wrestling talk, huh? We got some duels we want to talk about. Still got some sound bites to go from Canton coach Lyle Wesneski, as well as Canton wrestler Riley Parker, too. So, folks, stick around. More to come as we will talk NTL wrestling. That's coming up next right here on the NTL Now podcast. At Mansfield University, we're proud to offer affordable, life-changing education with more than 40 degree programs. From two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs, Mansfield University has something for everyone. Small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized, hands-on education, making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Is it that night of the week where nobody feels like cooking and you just want some good food? Then you need to get a hold of the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. That's right, with a full menu of entrees, appetizers, and everything in between, you'll love the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. If you want pizza, wings, stromboli, steaks, and more, call the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Dine in or take out. 570-673-8777. That's the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Remember, like them on Facebook. Coach Wasneski, 3-0 day for the Warrior Wrestling Team. Uh, what's your overall thoughts after a 3-0 start today? We, it was a good day. I mean, we got some good bouts this morning. Bloom uh, had some tough kids. We got some good hard six-minute bouts. Um, South Williamsport, we had some great bouts, you know, putting Landis on uh, Gardner. I moved Hayden up to wrestle Lorson. Uh, Brennan Taylor wrestled hard against Lusk. And then the two Casella boys up top are big, rugged kids for my young guys. So it was good for them to get those those bouts. Um, you know, and Sarah, I mean, Sarah's right now battling some COVID stuff, you know, getting kids back and dealing with the mask issue. So he's got four more kids coming out this week. So they'll be up to seven, which is good. You know, my heart breaks for him because I know it's hard and I've been in that situation before. And, you know, I just told him stay the course and, you know, get the other kids get enough practices in and, you know, It'll be better when they get seven kids and they can go from there. But uh, you know, we're we're happy. We got work to do. Um, you know, hopefully we just continue to progress. It's a short season, and you know, sectionals are going to be here. And uh, you blink your eye, it's going to be here on the 13th. 
What do you keep telling your guys, even though you've got a lot of short practice weeks and it's basically match, practice, match, practice? How do you keep their focus knowing the fact that you've got to keep going week after week, day after day? The number one thing is, you know, they love to compete. So, you know, a lot of times they like to compete more than they like to practice. Nobody likes to practice that much, but um, I just told them they got to do the extra things. Get up in the morning and get workouts on their own when we have multiple matches back-to-back or, you know, and so forth, but they got to do the extra things on their own. And, you know, most of them are all, they're all motivated from within because they have high goals set for themselves and they know the, the other people out there are working and they got to keep working to keep up with them and be ready to go when, you know, sectionals, districts, regionals, super regionals rolls around and, and uh, it's going to get real, real fast. And there's some post-match reaction from head coach Lyle Wasneski of the Canton Warrior wrestling team as the Warriors sweep the day on Saturday, picking up three duels wins over Bloomsburg, South Williamsport, and the Sarah Redskins. So congratulations to Canton uh, for the sweep over this past weekend. Of course, also had the opportunity to check in with the Warriors this past Tuesday night as Canton would keep their undefeated uh, streak alive so far this season as they would down Tawanda as well. We're going to talk about that duel coming up here in just a little bit. But uh, first, before we do that, uh, a big day for Canton sophomore Riley Parker this past Saturday. Riley would go 3-0 and on the day. He would pick up three falls in all of his victories, or I should say he would win all of his matches by fall. So it was nice to catch up with the Warrior sophomore at 160 pounds this year for the Canton Warriors. So let's get some reaction from Riley Parker right here on the NTL now podcast. Riley Parker, good 3-0 day today for you here at the Canton Warrior Quad Meet. Uh, what do you uh, attribute to today's success? Uh, I'd say our team, our team energy, and just going out and wrestling hard and attacking. You're up now to 160 pounds this season. Uh, what's it like for you to be up a little bit in weight class this year, a little stronger, a little faster? Yeah, I, do, I feel a lot stronger and faster from compared to last year. And I know I can keep my weight right about here, keep in shape, and I can hang with anyone. Now, of course, as you look forward, you know, towards uh, the next week and weeks after, uh, what are you looking forward to personally to uh, keeping a, a high level of success for you? Our more competitive dual meets that we have going up against teams that are going to challenge us and give us a run for our money. And the and looking forward to sectionals, districts, regionals, and seeing how far I can go and compete. Good to hear from Riley Parker and uh, good to catch up with him after last week's 3-0 day. And, of course, uh, we'll talk about Riley now and his Canton Warrior teammates as they headed into Tawanda this past Tuesday night for dual action and the Canton Warriors would go on what I like to call a little bit of a pin party and they would defeat Tawanda by a score of 60-15. to Now why do I call it a pin party? Because the Warriors uh, were able to win nine matches by fall this past Tuesday night uh, over the Black Knights. So let's go through all of the falls that uh, were contested. Now the match started at 285 pounds. So uh, as we flip the script from there, we'll go right to 106 pounds. Now here we go. Cohen Landis at 106. He comes away with a win by pin over John Parker. Older brother Isaac Landis comes away with a pin at 113 over Dalton Lund. Probably the most exciting pin of the night came at 120 pounds. 
Mikey Knoll of Tawanda had Maya Lehman of Canton down 13-5 going to the third period. Lehman would come away with a fall in just under five minutes to increase the Warrior lead to 18-3. After that, Bailey Ferguson would then pick up a fall at 132. Hudson Ward, Hayden Ward each would pick up falls at 138 and 145. And then at 160 pounds, Riley Parker with a pin, 172. Brennan Taylor with a pin. And at 189 pounds, Derek Atherton-Neely would come away with a pin as well in that match. Uh, so, yes, nine pins uh, in that matchup for the Warriors as they would come away with the 60-15 to win. Tawanda on this night would get wins from Alex Perez. He would have a decision at 285 over Canton's Mason Harold. Perez would win that match by a score of 10-7. to uh, also, uh, Evan Johnson for Tawanda, you know, he keeps up his good uh, senior season, I believe. I think he's a senior. If I'm wrong, I apologize, Evan. But uh, Evan Johnson with a good win over freshman Michael Davis for the Warriors. Johnson would win by fall as well in 3 minutes, 33 seconds. And to finish off the night at 215 pounds, Clay Watkins for Tawanda would come away with a fall over Gage Pepper for the Black Knights. So that's how the evening went, but yet a another great duel for the Canton Warriors as they improve uh, staying undefeated on the season. Now, of course, if you missed out earlier in the podcast, Canton was scheduled to wrestle Troy uh, later this week as well. And unfortunately for the Warriors, uh, they would not be able to do that. Uh, you know, the uh, match was postponed. All I know is it's been rescheduled for February 1st. So that's where we stand with that matchup. Now, another big duel I want to talk about as well uh, featured the Athens Wildcats and the Wyalusing Rams. Congratulations to the Athens Wildcats as they would come away with the win over Wyalusing. Now, that's the first time that the Wildcats have defeated Wyalusing in 12 years. So congratulations uh, going out to the uh, Athens coaching staff, the Athens wrestlers, on a nice win for them uh, coming away with a 40-25 win over the Rams this past Tuesday night. Uh, quickly looking through that duel at 106 pounds, it was Wyalusing's Clayton Carr picking up a win by forfeit. After that, Wyalusing uh, would give up uh, five straight defeats as the Athens Wildcats would win the next five bouts. Josh Courtney... Uh, would win by forfeit at 113. Mason Vanderpool wins by forfeit at 120. Gavin Bradley bumps all the way up to 126. He wins by technical fall over Hunter Manahan, 20 to 5. Jacob Courtney for Athens, man, he is another solid 132 pounder here uh, in the Northern Tier. He wins over Owen Hadlock by fall. Uh, Courtney's fall would be in 4:45. Caden Setzer uh, with a win as well by Tech Fall in that action, and uh, to round out the night, uh, Zach Stafurski would pick up a fall at 172 pounds, and at 285, Josh Nittinger for Athens would pin Derek Baldwin. Uh, for the uh, winning matchup there for Athens. Uh, so congratulations to the Wildcats. Winners for the Wyalusing Rams, uh, Skylar Manahan with a, a, with a major decision over Lucas Forbes at 145 pounds. Nicholas Woodruff for Wyalusing with a decision of Chris Bathgate at 152 pounds. Uh, at 160 pounds, now I'm going to come back to this one in just a short. Uh, Colbert Nolan with a decision of Carter Rude 7-5 
at 160 pounds. At 189, Alex Hunsinger for Wyalusing. He would win by decision over Colin Roche, uh, 10 to 4. And at 215 pounds, Zach Schaefer for Wyalusing would win by forfeit. Now, I want to steer back to that 160-pound match between Colburn Nolan of Wyalusing and Carter Root of Athens. Why do I come back to this one? Because I think if you couple these two with uh, Riley Parker at Canton, you're looking at a pretty solid 160-pound weight class right here in the Northern Interior League. This might be actually uh, the, uh, I want to say, maybe the most competitive class uh, from top to bottom uh, between Nolan, Rude, and Parker. If uh, if it's not that, it's at least pretty close as far as depth uh, at the weight because uh, Nolan and Parker, they had a pretty solid battle last year. Of course, Carter Rude would actually defeat Riley Parker, and then I believe, I think it was kind of the same thing, Nolan defeated rude last year as well so keep an eye on uh, those three kids at 160 pounds I think that's something you're going to want to uh, take a look at as well as this season continues on Uh, time to go to the wrestling scoreboard here this week Uh, looks like maybe those were the only two duels on the horizon thus far I think we got uh, some more matchups here coming up as the week goes on I know the Athens Wildcats right now are in the process of planning a home tournament uh, for the Jarvis tournament this weekend so uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition last I knew uh, they were definitely in the works trying to put that together so something to keep an eye on I think Troy is actually uh, in the works getting ready to head to Line Mountain this coming weekend I believe is what I was told they've got some duels going on down in Line Mountain this coming weekend as well so that's something that's on the horizon too Uh, looks like also uh, coming up here uh, sometime soon looks like Troy trying to get something together with uh, Sullivan County and it looks like why Loosing has got a duel with North Penn Liberty coming up on the horizon as well. And of course, oh man, I can't believe I did this. I was looking at the schedule and I was so focused on the weekend. My apologies to uh, the Black Knight and Why Loosing Ram Faithful. I forgot rivalry night uh, on the horizon for them Friday night. Why Loosing and Tawanda, that'll be in Tawanda uh, Friday night. So yes, uh, Black Knight and Ram Faithful be tuned in on the streams to be able to uh, check that out. I'm sure uh, the parents that are going, they're definitely looking forward to that always a good one uh, when those two teams get together kind of interested to see uh, how that one is going to shape out Uh, I think both of those teams match up fairly well uh, when you break it down uh, you know with uh, Tawanda having uh, some kids kind of down low obviously Evan Johnson in the middle and of course uh, Watkins and Perez up top and of course you know as we were just talking uh, about the Wyalusing Rams I mean they've got some pretty good uh, kids themselves there in the uh, middle of their lineup as well I think what'll be interesting uh, coming up Saturday do coach Sexton and uh, the Wyalusing coaches kind of get together and see do we maybe get a Nolan Johnson matchup in that one I think that'll be something interesting to think about but we'll uh, we'll save that one for the coaches to kind of strategize and uh, we'll let them plan that out because I have no idea uh, how that indeed is going to shake out uh, as the season goes but uh, I can tell you for sure uh, we've got some great uh, NTL wrestling still to come here this season Uh, still got matchups with Athens and Troy on the horizon here to come also uh, Athens and Tawanda too so looking forward to that as the uh, wrestling schedule continues on as far as anything postseason goes right now, uh, you know what? I honestly, I don't have a clue yet. I'm still waiting to kind of hear some final 
uh, I guess, uh, arrangements and stuff like that. I've heard a couple of different dates uh, as far as uh, sectionals go. I think they're still planning on district duels uh, for the beginning of February. So I, I think we're all going to kind of find out uh, things as far as postseason wrestling goes as they kind of come to us. So that's all uh, to be determined at a later time, and that's for greater minds than I to plan out. I just kind of go as we go, right? Okay, so now that we've covered some NTL wrestling, we're going to take one final break. We'll come back. We'll wrap this up on this week's edition of the NTL Now podcast. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. And back one final time here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Uh, Broadcasting-wise, coming up for you, NTL Basketball, Canton and Troy, Friday night, Wiggle 100. Be tuned in for that. I'll have the call for you there. And then next week, a couple of pivotal wrestling matches as the Tawanda Black Knights will host Athens and the Troy Trojans will host Athens as well. I believe it's actually Troy and Athens on Tuesday night and then Athens uh, at Tawanda coming up next Wednesday. So uh, be tuned in to Wiggle 100 for the updated schedule there. I'll keep you updated as best I can uh, coming up as well uh, on the social media sites too. And of course, speaking of social media, remember at NTL Now Pod on Twitter, NTL Now Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Folks, give us a follow, drop us some comments, some compliments. Regardless, uh, we take them all. Again, a big thank you to Lyle Westneski, Riley Parker of the Canton Warrior Wrestling Squad, of course, Coach Steve Adams from the Wellsboro Green Hornets for uh, taking some time to be uh, this week's sound bites here on the podcast. And of course, have yourselves a wonderful sports week. I will talk to you coming up next week for another great edition of the NTL Now podcast. I'm Shane Wilbur. Folks, talk to you next week. It's the NTL Now podcast, another exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.